Hi guys, and welcome back to Glow Girl. We're a weekly podcast where we talk about woo and wellness and raking our way in this wild world. I am Tracy White, um, and hi, thanks for joining. Um, Usually we broadcast live on Monday nights. We had a little bit of a technical issue this Monday night, so you might be seeing this video um, at a different time. Apologies if you guys tried to join live um, and that didn't work out, but I think we got it fixed now. Um, I love you anyway. I'm sorry. Um, so thank you guys so much for joining this week. Uh, I wanted to tell you, um, a little update on something that we talked about last week. So last week we kind of announced, um, I'm doing this thing in our girls, girls, private, uh, Facebook community group, um, called rise and shine bright. And so in the morning on the weekdays, uh, I'm doing a live little video no makeup, just joining you right out of bed. And we're doing just kind of some morning weekday activities. Um, It's a short video, like 15, maybe 20 minutes. Um, Trying to get you, you know, trying to get us motivated for the day. It's trying to get me motivated for the day. Just, you know, I need some accountability. And it sounds like some of you guys did too. And so we've been doing some things uh, for the past few days, like uh, some breathing exercises. Uh, We've talked about doing some meditations, uh, which we have not done yet. Um, Things like journaling prompts, so if that's something that you're interested in. Um, I've been doing some oracle card pulls, and we've been talking about making sure that we're taking our potions, Uh, you know, so drinking our water. Uh, Some of us are doing better at the water than others, and taking vitamins and our meds and everything that we need to make us Um, operate properly through the day and be able to kind of live our best life. Um, I've also been doing a little bit of like uh, an astrology forecast in the morning. We talk about what the moon's doing because the moon's always doing something and makes a little bit of a difference in what we can expect for the day. So it's kind of nice and um, I'm really glad uh, for the people who have been joining And if you would like to be part of this little accountability group that we have going on, or just join our Girls Girls community group, which is great anyway, we have um, fun women, smart women, all the best women, all the best women. And what we have in there too is uh, we have weekly uh, Zoom happy hours. And this week's weekly Zoom happy hour has um, a spell work component. Uh, so it's like wine and witchery on uh, our Wednesday Zoom call. So if you guys want to join and, um, you know, come see what we're doing in there. Our book clubs are fantastic. Uh, you know, our conversations are great. Uh, and you'll meet some of your best friends for life. Um, all you need to do is go to www.girlsgirlscommunity.com. Uh, it's $2 a month to join. There are also some options like our super member option where you can get some fun Girls Girls swag sent to you and like a bag of crystals and all kinds of great stuff. So uh, if you're into it, if you want to come join us, we would love to have you uh, and we can't wait to make friends. So come join us in there. And all right, so let's talk about what we're doing on this week's show. Um, we're going to talk about this week's astrology. I almost don't even know where to start because last week's astrology and events were insane. And so 
I don't know if I should tell you that I think this week's going to be less insane. I don't think it's going to be less insane. I think it's going to be equally eventful. Um, so we're going to talk about that. Um, and then after that, uh, in the second half of the show, we're going to talk about Oracle cards. So I know in this uh, podcast, we've talked about tarot before. Um, we've touched on Oracle and just kind of mentioned it, but um, sometimes Oracle cards, I think, get this sort of brush off like it's just like tarot's kid sister and you know that it's not a, a legit thing or it's something for just for beginners but I think oracle can be for everybody so no matter what level of a woo you feel that you are at uh, if you're brand new to woo uh, oracles for you too and you know if you're experienced uh, if you know a ton about tarot if you know a ton about uh, you know wicca witchcraft any, any level that you might think that you are, um, you know, even if you're not into woo, uh, you know, but you're kind of here more for wellness, uh, there's still Oracle for you. You know, you don't have to have, uh, you know, an quote unquote alternative spiritual belief to be, uh, you know, to utilize Oracle cards and, you know, have a sort of practice or a use for them. So we're going to talk about that in the second half of the show. But first, let's talk about this week's astrology. So this week in the stars, we have the sun is in Libra still until October 22nd. Uh, Libra season is, um, you're seeing themes like balance. Um, balance is important. Di diplomacy, fairness, justice, compassion, our values and virtues. These are all the themes that are on our minds. Uh, these are themes that you're going to see playing out in the news uh, and in your life. And um, you're especially going to be seeing these things ramping up even more and louder and bigger as we get closer and closer to election day in the United States. So watch for these things. Um, last week on Thursday, October 1st, we had an Aries full moon. Now, I know that it seems like it's been a million days since last Thursday. It feels like that to me too. Every day feels like a hundred, but the Aries full moon, when we had that, it was the Aries moon opposing the Libra sun. So all of those Libra sun justice diplomacy themes were opposing the Aries themes, which is conflict and arguing and intensity and sometimes anger, sometimes violence. Um, you know, so these were clashing. We saw this playing out in the news. Uh, you know, we saw the self versus the others. You know, we saw a lot of that energy. Um, that full moon also hit a point uh, and pinged off of an asteroid called Chiron, which we've talked about. Chiron, astrologically representing doctors and also wounds and illnesses. And I feel like it's maybe not a coincidence at all that um, on October 1st, when we were having this full moon, uh, the president of the United States announced that he was positive for COVID-19. So it seems like this was a lot. There was a lot happening on this full moon. Now, um, like I told you last week, we have two full moons in October, one on the 1st and one on the 31st on Halloween. When you have two full moons in a month, the second is called a blue moon. And this first full moon, the events of this first full moon are going to be tied to the events of the second full moon. So we're going to be seeing like an opening and a closing with these two full moons kind of hanging in the balance here. So it'll be interesting to see based on the events of October 1st, um, what exactly happens on October 31st. So uh, pay attention. Not that you'll be able to avoid it if you watch any kind of news program, but I'm telling you guys, astrology just makes sense. 
So Mercury is in Scorpio right now. Uh, we'll remain there um, until uh, later in November. We have a Mercury retrograde coming up, which means that Mercury is in a sign, moves through, starts moving backwards, starts moving back again. And so it stays in this particular sign for a little bit longer than normal. Uh, Mercury retrograde will be happening on October 14th uh, through November 3rd. And so that puts us today in uh, Mercury's shadow period. So the good old retro shade is also an intense time. We're still feeling and seeing a lot of these Mercury um, kind of flubs that are happening, kind of like the technology issues that we had today. And uh, we're going to be seeing those uh, get increasingly more so until we start feeling them pretty much constantly. This Mercury retrograde is going to be, um, it's going to be a doozy because we also have so many other energies happening around it, um, including the Mars retrograde that's happening at the same time. So um, like I said, Mercury retrograde from October 14th, it goes direct again on November 3rd, which is at its most intense point when Mercury goes direct. Uh, November 3rd is also election day in the United States. Feels like a lot and that's what it is. So uh, Mercury in Scorpio is a truth-seeking energy. Um, this is uh, digging up dirt, exposing skeletons in the closet, that kind of energy. Uh, not that we've seen anything like that happening in the news recently, right? I feel like I can't get away from this. So watch the news, watch your new news feeds. Um, you're going to see more and more secrets becoming unearthed. And with this Mars retrograde that's also happening, you're going to be seeing a lot of anger about it. Um, people are going to be very upset by these secrets that are coming out. Um, as we get closer to this Mercury retrograde, also just remember our Mercury retrograde mantra, which is don't be scared, be prepared. Uh, back up your electronics, tune up your car, and give yourself extra time when you're traveling. Uh, you know, keep some gas in your gas tank if you can try not to run out of gas. Um, delays are going to be happening. So um, also double, triple check anything that you're sending electronically. Quadruple check anything that you send by the mail. Uh, Mercury rules the mail. Um, this feels like mail-in ballots are probably going to be something that's going to be impacted by this Mercury retrograde. Um, for the love of all that is holy, please make sure that you get your mail-in ballots if this is the way that you that you need to vote make sure that you double triple check that you haven't made any mistakes make sure that you follow up that these mail-in ballots have been received do whatever you have to do but don't let anything fall through the cracks with with your uh, mail-in voting ballots if you are not going to be mailing your ballot and you're going to be voting in person um, make a plan i know you guys are seeing a lot of uh, a lot of media coverage of you know planning to make sure that you uh, have a voting you know, that you have a voting plan out there and that you're ready to do this, but I'm telling you to be very prepared here. Um, if you can, please vote early. Uh, if you absolutely have to vote on election day, just know that you're going to see delays. You're going to see, you're probably going to see conflict on that day. Um, if, if you can, please vote early. Um, plan to stand in line. Bring a snack. Put a bottle of water in your purse. Bring an umbrella. I don't know. Like, just you're going to be there probably a bit and and plan to be. So I feel like um, we, this is very important. This vote is hugely important and we need to do whatever we need to do to make sure that we can, um, you know, that, that our voices can be heard. And so whatever you need to do to make sure that you are prepared to 
stand and wait and make sure that that you know vote is actually done for you uh you know just make sure that you can do that so make your plans uh as soon as you can get out there and vote don't let this mercury retrograde get you down man um so we also have venus in virgo venus uh, moved into virgo on october 2nd uh, it'll be there through the 27th. So Venus and Virgo is a little bit of a more practical kind of pragmatic way of showing our love in our relationships and our families at home. Um, this is great energy if you have somebody in your life who is very much one of those like acts of service, love language people, right? Um, this energy is uh, very involved with our virtues and our values and uh, a little bit of a little bit nitpicky about people who maybe don't embody our virtues and our values the same way that we do. So just know uh, you can get a little bit critical with this Venus and Virgo energy. Try to keep that under control. This shouldn't be too, this should be a, you know, a too terrible transit for everybody. Um, and again, it is only through the 27th. So uh, we'll be moving into a different energy at that point. Things will be a little bit happier. So Mars retrograde. So we've talked about this a lot. This is a long retrograde, September 9th through November 24th. Um, Mars is retrograde in Aries. It's angry, it's conflict, it's bubbling over kind of, mm, you know, er energy. Like it's, it's not happy, everybody's upset, um, especially with the Mercury retrograde and we're seeing some of these secrets and uh, you know, things kind of being exposed, this Mars and Aries retrograde energy is feeling, making everybody feel like, um, like they're caged in and, uh, you know, pinned down and like, it's only a matter of time before you blow. Everyone's feeling like that, that, that only a matter of time before you're about to, before your energy is about to boil over. Everyone's feeling that way. Um, you know, don't walk around poking at people because somebody's going to pop, you know, and you might not do it on purpose, but uh, you might be in the crossfire. So just watch yourself. Just be careful. Make sure that you're not in, in anybody's path if they, you know, if their anger boils over. And if yours feels like it's going to boil over, remember to practice your grounding exercises, breathing exercises, whatever you need to do to remove yourself from that situation so that you're not in any danger or, you know, that you're not endangering others with your anger because it can be volatile right now. So stay safe out there. Um, all right, so Saturn is now directing Capricorn. Um, this went into effect on September 28th. Um, Saturn had been retrograde for about four months. And so this forward motion kind of feels like delayed karma is coming home to roost. And I feel like we're seeing a lot of that. I feel like this past week, we've seen nothing but that. Uh, you know, we're starting to really see that Saturn is joining with Jupiter. And so this is the planet of lessons joining up with the planet of expansion. And so, you know, people are learning big lessons right now. People are getting big karma right now. Um, you know, whether that's good or whether that's bad depends on how you've been behaving. You know, if you get Santa Claus, maybe you've been a good little boy or girl. If you don't get Santa Claus, ooh, I don't know. Sorry about your luck. Try to be better in the next life. Um, we've also got Pluto uh, has moved direct in Capricorn. So October 4th, Pluto had been um, retrograde since April. That's a long time. And Pluto is the planet of deep transformation. It's revolution. It's foundational change. It's also 
shame, but it's also healing, okay? When Pluto's retrograde, we're reviewing. We're looking at the things that we need to change. We're reassessing the things in our lives and in society. This is not just a personal transit. This is also a societal transit, a global transit. Um, we're reassessing the things that need to change, you know, and I'm not talking about like our haircut needs to change. I'm talking about like the things about humans that need to change so that we can, you know, have a revolution of the way that we are, the way that we live, the way that we exist. So these are big energies. These are big transits. With Pluto going direct now in Capricorn, I mean, we have to make these changes. Pluto doesn't allow us to not. Pluto doesn't allow us to opt out of this. And so we're kind of being tossed into the spotlight and expected to make these changes. It's kind of like change or else, you know, um, change or be a dinosaur. So we have to, we have to start making moves. If you're seeing this in your life, you know, is there a big foundational change that you've been sort of forced to reexamine in your life? Uh, you know, that's going to start moving now. You know, you're not, you're going to have to move with it. It's kind of like one of those uh, merry-go-rounds at the, at the um, playground. You know, if you don't, if you're holding on and you, you're not moving with it, you're going to get dragged. And so Pluto's going to drag us if we don't kind of get our shit together and move. So um, this is the time. And um, I would urge you also to go back and listen to our episode on politics and astrology with uh, Teresa Reed, the tarot lady, because she talked a lot about um, this, the United States Pluto return and how this um, Pluto direct energy is going to start affecting um, us as a country, the foundations upon which this country was created and the things that we're seeing it feel like a revolutionary change right now. So um, definitely urge you to go back and listen to that if you want a little bit more information on some of this. So um, if you put all of everything that we've been talking about together, the things that we're seeing right now, the things that we're experiencing and living through right now are lessons and karma, value and virtues, anger, revolution and action, um, secrets being exposed, change and transformation. And I think that you're going to see all of these things kind of playing out in the news, in your life, worldwide. Um, you know, keep an eye out for these themes. You're going to see a lot of this. So, um, We've got a couple of intense days this week, uh, just a couple days to note. Uh, the sixth is going to be a little bit of an emotional day. Uh, you know, if you, if you tend to be on the, on the emo side of things anyway, you know, maybe take it easy on the sixth. Um, if you're not, uh, you know, expect some, expect some outbursts maybe from some people. Um, on the seventh, we may have some energy of secrets being exposed, big uh, you know, big shocking things that we may be seeing in your life, maybe in the news, maybe, probably. That feels, that feels right. Um, and then on the 9th and 10th this week, um, there's a big transit happening. And this, this is a transit that's happening on what's called a world point. And so this is a big worldwide uh, karmic reckoning sort of. Some astrologers I've heard talking about this are calling this like a big bang moment. And uh, I don't believe that they mean that we're talking about an actual asteroid hitting the earth. I think they just mean that we're going to get some really big news, some really big intense energy. Um, you know, something's going to come out. It's going to be very shocking. Or we're going to see some kind of karmic thing happening somewhere out there. 
um, this is probably more like a worldwide thing than a than a you thing in your life. But the ninth and tenth, kind of keep an eye out. Uh, we may get some big news that day. Um, so, holy cow, big week for the news, you guys. Uh, maybe someday it'll slow down. Fingers crossed for 2021. So, um, I hope you guys are good there. Um, we're going to take a super quick break so I can tell you about our episode sponsor, uh, BetterHelp. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about Oracle cards. Cool? Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from manifesting the greatness you deserve? BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. You can connect with your very own professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. You don't even have to leave the house or put on real pants. It is that convenient. BetterHelp gets it. Life is busy. Now you can get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your own therapist. BetterHelp includes licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBTQ matters, grief, self-esteem, anything you share is confidential. And if you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. In fact, so many people like me have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. BetterHelp is available worldwide and at your fingertips. BetterHelp offers four communication options, text, chat, phone, and video, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option with financial aid available. Glow Girl listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code GLOW, so why not get started today? Join over 1, 1 million people taking charge of their mental health by going to betterhelp.com glow, fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs, and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com glow for 10% off your first month. Betterhelp.com glow. Okay, guys, we're back. Yay. All right, so what do you know about Oracle cards? Um, we talk about, we have talked about tarot quite a bit. Uh, you know, we've had the tarot lady here talking to us about how to get started with tarot. Uh, a lot of people know tarot. I mean, even if you haven't, even if you've never owned tarot cards, you know what they are, right? We've seen tarot cards in movies. We've seen tarot cards, uh, you know, in TV shows. Um, I even saw, I don't know if you guys watch Outlander, um, but in the most recent season of Outlander, um, I saw uh, one of the characters using very, very old school, but still recognizable tarot cards in an episode of that. So, I mean, tarot cards are uh, historically everywhere and in media, especially these days uh, in entertainment, we see them all over the place. You can get tarot cards at the bookstore. You can get tarot cards pretty much anywhere you go. You know, I haven't seen them at the grocery store, but I feel like that's coming. So tarot is... To me, it feels intimidating. It feels a little complex because they're, you know, all of the cards have a, spe a specific meaning. You sort of need to know the story of the cards. You sort of need to know the story of the whole deck. And there are different ways to lay them out to kind of learn how, you know, to have tarot readings for yourself and for other people. And so I don't know why, but it, to me, it feels very intimidating. It feels, it feels hard and I can't quite, I can't quite wrap my head around tarot for myself. I have a couple of decks. I haven't really like made friends with them yet. I just, I'm just not there. But oracle cards, let me tell you about these. So if you're not familiar, oracle cards are, they differ from tarot cards. Tarot card decks have like 
78 cards, usually 78, 80, maybe cards, uh, major and minor arcana, like there's, there's a lot, but it's pretty, uh, you know, fairly strict rule that it's about 78 cards. Um, Oracle cards can have as many cards, as many or as few cards as they need. There's decks that have as few as 12 cards. There's decks that have as many as 100 cards. Um, Oracle is kind of free-flowing. Oracle, you can kind of do what you want. It works for you, and there is every kind, it's not as structured, okay? And there's every theme of Oracle card that you can imagine out there. So what you can use Oracle cards for is if you want to ask a question to maybe the universe, to the card deck, to the planets, to the stars, if you want a question answered spiritually in a way, uh, you can, you know, shuffle your deck, think kind of about this question that you want answered, lay out a couple of cards, and then look at these cards, or just one card if that's, if that's what you're into, and you can determine what this meaning is on this card for you, and sort of get yourself an answer. If you're looking for a journal prompt because you want to, you want to write, you want to get something out of you, you know, an oracle card, you pull a card, get yourself a little bit of a theme, a little bit of an idea, and write on that topic. Um, you know, you can use Oracle cards for past, present, and future draws to kind of see, you know, maybe where you're headed, where you've been, what you need to focus on right now. Um, some Oracle card decks, and I'll show you the ones that I have, uh, they'll just have a picture and, or maybe like a little caption on the card, and then they come with a little booklet, and the booklet gives you more information on the card. Some Oracle decks don't come with a book, and the card itself has words on it, so that you can kind of get your message immediate for immediate consumption. You don't have to ruminate on it, it's kind of just there. So whatever level of depth you want from cards like this, you can have it here. You can get it with Oracle cards. You don't have to have any experience with Oracle cards to use them, you can grab a deck, you can charge it in the moonlight if you want to, you don't have to, it's kind of up to you, your practice is your own. Um, so I'm gonna show you what I have, and um, I know if you are listening on audio, you're not gonna be able to see, see, but I'm gonna describe to you what I have here and tell you about these decks so that if these are something that you're interested in starting with, um, you know, maybe some of these decks will kind of give you, uh, you know, an idea of where to go. So, the first uh, deck that I have here is called the Moonology deck. And I've talked about Moonology a million times. This is, uh, Moonology is a book by Yasmin Boland, um, who is a lovely Australian uh, writer who writes on, on sort of living by and wishing by and then making intentions by the moon, by the moon phases, by the moon cycles, uh, you know, using a little bit of astrology, but mostly just the moon, right? And so along with the book, she has what's called the Moonology Oracle Deck. It comes with um, a cute little booklet and the booklet has a lot of really good information. It has um, uh, like a page and a half on each card, kind of telling you what each card means. And it also gives you ideas for uh, card layout. So if you want to draw yourself three cards, it, you know, it tells you how to lay them out and how to derive messages that work for you from these cards. So the cards themselves are actually beautiful and they have um, very specific cards like this one is 
the new moon in Scorpio card. Okay. And it's a, it's a very pretty little card. It's got the scorpion on it. It's got the new moon on it. And at the bottom, it says new moon in Scorpio, but it also gives you a little message and it says work through your fears. So this is the card that we pull. This is the message that we're getting. You know, if we were having a new moon in Scorpio tonight, and maybe I wanted to pull the card specifically for this moon, and I pulled this card, and I could kind of look and see, you know, is this a theme that I need to work on in my life right now? Or you can just kind of pull whatever card works for you and kind of go from there. So again, the rules are kind of up to you. You know, there's a little bit of guidance in the book uh, that comes with the deck, but again, you can make this practice your own and, and just make it work for you. So um, I really like, and I know a lot of people really like this Moonology deck. It's pretty, it's approachable, it's very easy to work with. Um, and it's kind of, uh, you know, it's easy to get too. There's a lot of different places that you can get this deck. So, um, you know, if that's something that you would like to do, and especially if you do like to follow the moon and the moon phases, this is a really good way to kind of get into that and to kind of work with that at a little bit more of a deeper level. So, Moonology deck by Yasmin Boland is a really good one. And again, this is a 44 card deck. So nothing like a, a tarot deck. Another deck that I have um, is vastly different than that one. It's called the Rebel deck, the Oracle with Attitude. It has a picture of a unicorn on it. So it looks super cute. The cards are super mean. So if you like a deck that's a dick, this is the deck for you. This card is mean. This, these cards are mean. I pulled one right now and it's so cute. It's got a little unicorn on the bottom, but the card itself says, have you eaten? You're acting like a big ass baby. And then on the back of the card, it says, you need food in your belly. Eat a fucking taco. These cards are mean, but sometimes it's the kick in the pants that you need. If you are sarcastic and you like unicorns, this deck is for you. They don't have to be cute and wishy-washy. They might have a little cartoon unicorn. Um, you know, they don't have angels on them. They're very adorable. They're very mean, but they're fun. This is a, this is a good deck for if you, um, someday if we can have parties again, this is a great one to bring along. Um, everybody likes to get red to filth by this evil unicorn oracle deck. So um, this is, again, the rebel deck, if you're interested in that one. Um, back to a deck with depth. Um, this is the first Oracle deck that I, uh, that I ever bought. It's called the Sacred Rebels Oracle deck. And this is a very feminine, uh, sort of feminine empowerment Oracle deck. These cards are beautiful. It comes with a really nice thick booklet and each, um, each card here has like two and a half pages of information um, about about the card that you pull. And these are very uplifting, very deep. These are wonderful if you are interested in doing uh, journaling along with these cards. Um, each card is gorgeous. Um, I will pull one and show you for those of you who are actually seeing this on video. Um, this is one of the cards. Uh, it's called Diving for Light. And again, these cards are, they're very beautiful. Each card is like a painting and each card is very feminine positive, uh, you know, very, um, I guess, empowering in the message that it gives you. So these cards are not going to be mean to you. These cards are going to be nice to you, but these cards are going to give you something to really think about, something to process, uh, you know, and if you do like to write, these are great. 
you know, if you've been meaning to start a blog and you don't know where to start, you want to put something with some depth down, an Oracle deck like this is great because it's going to get you um, in that spiritual depth real fast. So again, this is called the Sacred Rebels Oracle. If you're interested in something like this, um, it is in like this uh, sort of maroon box with this really pretty uh, painting of uh, the three uh, the three feminine beings on the front here. So um, I, I love this deck. It's one of my favorites. It's my favorite go-to. Um, all right, so then I have another deck. This one, I haven't really gotten to know it very well. Um, I had to have it. I uh, haven't had a chance to work much with it, but it's called the Literary Witches Oracle, okay? Listen, I love books. I love witches. I love oracle cards. Felt like a fit, right? It's a, it's a really pretty deck. It comes with a very thin uh, book that gives you a little bit of information about each card, very little bit of information. Mainly it gives you information about each card has, um, well, half of the cards have an image and a name of, of a historical literary witch. And so it gives you a little bit of information about that witch's identity on each card. The cards themselves, um, again, they're, they're beautiful cards. Uh, you know, they'll have an image of this famous witch. This one has an image of Zora Neale Hurston. And this card's theme is the story. And so some of the cards will also have uh, a, an image of uh, a literary item. In this card, the image is the lantern. And so the booklet guides you through uh, layouts for card draws so that you can kind of do a reading for yourself and pull information, pull a story, uh, you know, get some, you know, get some feeling, some emotion, something from those themes that you pull from these cards. So again, I haven't worked a ton with this, but it is a very beautiful deck. And I know that there's someone out there that this is just right for. So this is the Literary Witches Oracle. Cool. Okay. I'm telling you, there is a deck for everyone. There's a deck for every single person. This deck um, is made just exactly for me. Maybe other people, mostly for me. So um, our friend on over at Pyramid uh, was uh, had posted this Oracle deck on on the website there, and I had to have it. I I mean I like I snapped right to it, and I had to have this deck. So this one's called the Living Wheel um, Astrology Oracle, and this deck is very much about uh, you know astrological symbols and signs and. Uh, I love it because this, for me, really appeals to the things that I'm interested in and the focuses that I have in life. And so um, each card, this is the back of the card, it's very pretty, it has like a little bit of an astrological um, kind of theme to the back of them. And then each card has a different uh, astrological symbol and, and theme. So this card is one of the moon phases, and they're beautiful. They look, each card looks like a little painting, and they have gold edges. I mean, it's just a really pretty little deck. Um, they're small too. Some tarot cards are very big and hard to hold in your hands. These are very small. They're the size of playing cards. Um, here's another card. This is the uh, Mercury card, uh, you know, and so for each card that you pull, like this Mercury card, there's a theme. And so if you pull maybe, you know, two or three cards for yourself, if you pull a little drawing, uh, a little draw for yourself, you pull the Mercury card and your theme there um, it's going to be transmission. And so, you know, what, 
you know, transmission of what? So then we look at this moon phase card and we say, okay, this is the waxing quarter moon uh, action. Okay. You know, and so it's easy to pull a handful of cards and get a handful of words and kind of make that our own and see what message that might be for us. So again, if you're super into astrology and you have some astrology knowledge, um, this living wheel astrology cards, these might be a good fit for you. Um, I personally love them very, very much. Okay. The very last deck that I have to tell you about this one I ordered online and I'll try to find the website for them. And it's not something that I ever saw on Amazon or in a bookstore. I think this was like a Facebook targeted ad that came to me. Imagine that. And I bought them right up. This deck is called bitch slaps from the universe. And you might think that this is a mean deck, but it's not. It's actually a very nice uplifting deck, but it just kind of has some swear words in it. So um, if you're into that kind of a thing, um, this deck, I just love the messages that you get. These are, they're big cards. They're very pretty. They have sort of a watercolor design to them. Um, each card has one message on the back and that's it. There's no book. There's no translation. There's no, uh, you know, deeper meaning unless you want to go deeper into the meaning that's actually on the card. So the card that I pulled right now says, at the end of it all, the only part that matters is if you listen to your fucking heart and followed what I had to say, no regrets. You know? So maybe that's a message that you needed. Um, you know, this, this card deck is kind of like, I don't know, like maybe what you're a drunk girl in the bathroom at a bar who's being really supportive might say to you, you know, drunk girl at the bar oracle. That should be a deck. I don't know if that one exists, but it should. So again, there really is an oracle deck for everyone. Any kind of message that you want to receive, any kind of information that you want to get out of you and into the world. If, you know, if you need oracle to help you kind of get that out, you can, this is very approachable. This is very easy. Um, you know, a lot of us aren't able to get to bookstores right now. We're not able to really like wander around and browse in stores. If that's the case, Amazon, you can get to Amazon. Um, you can also go to the websites of local book dealers and you can browse there. A lot of local book dealers carry uh, tarot decks and also your local little, uh, you know, witchy shops, head shops, those kind of things. They'll carry, carry Oracle cards as well. So um, again, Oracle is approachable. Oracle is for everybody. Um, I really think that everybody should get out there and get that uh, big deck energy for themselves. So that is, um, that's my sale. That's my sell. I want you to get some Oracle cards. I want you to work with these and um, I hope they help you too. They're a lot of fun, you know? And so this is, this is something that I like to do in the mornings for myself. I'll grab whichever deck and, you know, whichever one speaks to me, whichever one I feel like, and I'll pull myself a card and, you know, try to think about that for my day. So that's just me. Hopefully Oracle is something, um, you know, that helps you too. If you guys have Oracle decks and you really like them, I want to hear about them. Tell me what you have. Show me what you have. Um, you know, pull me a card, man. Like, let me see what you got. I want to see. I love these things. I, I just want to buy more Oracle cards. So show me what you have. Um, okay. So that's all for this week. Thank you guys so much for coming. Again, super sorry about that weird technology issue we had. I think everything's cool now. So um, thank you to uh, 
the uh, thank you to our producer Meredith for helping me through all of these tech issues. And um, guys, I will see you next week for a brand new episode of Glow Girl. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Glow Girl Pod. Be sure to tune into the rest of the Girls Girls Media Multiverse of Podcasts. Uh, one of us is on the air just about every day of the week. Um, and again, come join our Girls Girls community. Go to www.girlsgirlscommunity.com to join us every day. Uh, Glow Girl is a production of Girls Girls Media, and our music today is by the amazing Breakmaster Cylinder. Shine bright, Glow Girls.